Hello, and thank you for joining us for That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim. She keeps us all in line and motivated and thinking about things PR at Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? Hello, Michelle. And I just want to interrupt our normal little intros because, dear audience, Today is Michelle Kane's birthday. So please, 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 you know, if you see her online, if you're listening to us live, wish our dear sweet Michelle a happy birthday. I hope it's your best trip around the sun yet. You deserve all of the good and all of the shenanigans. And I hope it's an exciting year, not in the creepy pandemic chills and thrills way, but in the normal, excited, good things (laughs) happening way. Isn't that the truth? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. I know it comes, it comes and you're like, oh, that's here. Okay. So, you know, we just make the the best of the day. It's all this awkward. We are celebrating you today and listeners, whenever you hear this, I promise you those February birthday people are month long celebration people. So it will not be too late to wish. Oh, never. Yeah. Yeah, no, never too early, never too late. Well, I'll I'll take all good vibes all the time. And yeah, that goes for everyone. We need all the good vibes we can handle because we've we've done all the work. We've we've been good hunkerer downers and now it's time to have a little bit of fun in life. So I think that's that's kind of my reminder to myself as I start this new spin around the sun. It's like, oh right. Scheduling fun. That is what I should be doing. Fine. Yeah, I but- we encourage you all to do that. Scheduling you is do. fun. That's right. Why else do we work so hard except, you know, we need to be able to treat ourselves from time to time. However, that's not the topic. That can be a topic for another day, which I think is very valid. But today we wanted to talk about is content still queen? Just it's been on top of mind as we all try to get our media hits. And we know that the world of media relations is just so very challenging for, you know, a number of reasons. Um you know, the ranks of journalists are thinning and, and you know, publications are thinning. And I know we've discussed this a lot here on the cast, just here and there, but we wanted to kind of focus in on, you know, just the knowledge that that's not your only avenue. You know, you have your content, your clients have things to say and useful information to share. And, you know, that's the beauty of it. You are in control of that and you can share it in a number of ways. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that I feel like media relations has, or I should say earned media, like, mm-hmm. to be yeah. more specific, has become a crutch for the mm-hmm. PR industry. And, you know, it's it's the sexy part of PR to some degree. You know, sure. you you get a, you know, a client placed in Fast Company or Fortune or Wall Street Journal, and and the client is, you know, enamored and they love it right. because it's it's, you know it gives them visibility and it, it makes them feel like it adds to their credibility as a company or as a thought leader. And we feel really good about those hits too, particularly because we know how much work it takes to earn them. Mm -hmm. However, you know, for, we know, we know that our profession is more than earned media and, for several years. So this is not new. For several years, we've known that the landscape of journalism is shifting, yet we continue to to hit the gas for earned media 
sometimes to the exclusion of other things. And, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. Michelle and I both get it. We understand oh, yeah. what it's like when you're up against clients and that that's all they want. No matter how much you try to redirect their focus, that's all they want. But as a group, we must, we must go back to our core and to the value that we really bring to organizations. And we have got to start standing our ground by educating our clients and showing them many of the other opportunities that are missing and content, your own content. I mean, Mm -hmm. in a way, and I have these conversations more and more and more where for some clients, you're kind of inching them towards that way, but you're smart. You're producing a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Content creator, you know, have people coming to you wanting to appear on your platforms rather than always going out and relying on somebody else to publish you. And I'm going to say something and you guys don't throw tomatoes at me, but to be honest with you in certain sectors of journalism, because of the sheer volume of requests that they receive for certain things, the stories have become super formulaic and stale. Mm. And I'm not bashing journalists. Please don't take that away from this conversation. This is my personal opinion. Even as a reader, I'm like, okay, now they're all kind of starting to sound the same. And and I get it. Like if you have 1 million of the same kind of stories to cover, it's really hard after some point to differentiate those stories. So why do we want to be in that spin cycle? And and are people really reading them when you can just scan through and it's four ways to do this, four ways to do that, four ways to do that. Um, this Here's how this person made $100,000 doing this. Here's how this person made $100,000 doing this. It's, you know, it can start to sound all the same and you're like, <sighs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's what I'd like to call when I break it down with clients, you know, of pitching anything, we need to nail the so what factor. Cause it's like, so what, you know, and that's not to say that you're, you will oftentimes have something to share that, that is similar mm-hmm. and, and valid, but at the same time, it's like, okay, that's also kind of when you can work on your expectations. Okay, we can really, you know, we can try and get this word out at this level. It's not going to have as much bang as do we have, you know, someone whose life has been impacted by whatever it is. Yeah. And that makes it a little interesting. What's the so what? Because that helps yeah. journalists. And, you know, even getting back to the content, I mean, you own your knowledge, you own your expertise. And, when you really back up and, and, and look at, well, what is your end desire is to get attention for your experience and your skill set. You know, you want to either develop or grow a customer base. So how do you do that? Well, by sharing how competent you are and how reliable you are and how you do whatever it is you do with excellence and maybe add some compassion and empathy and heart to really make people loyal to you no matter what it is. And when you control your own narrative and, you know, whether it's, you know, and I don't want to say just one thing, you're blogging, you know, social, all kinds of mediums. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've also talked about this. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can have one chunk of content and parse it out a whole bunch of different ways. And then, you know, you're, you're hitting I, your ideal audience is 
that way and directly too. Not saying earned is out of the picture. You should always, you know, if it's appropriate, of course you try for earned. I mean, why not? Yeah, it's, it's part of the picture. But I love what you said about ownership, because I think that that's a point that we have to make to clients. If you're producing all of these things, even on behalf of earned media, you're producing bylines, you're producing these quotes, all of that is content that that you could be creating and using in a different way, not just earned media. And mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that this is beyond a blog post, but sometimes, and, and here's, you know, that delicate balance that we have to walk as PR pros. We, we know that strategy as the heart of everything. And so I know, and I can say this cause I'm sometimes guilty of this too, is that under pressure, you can slide away from the strategy But when you really focus on that strategic plan, when you, as you're onboarding clients and you explain to them the process and explain to them why you work off of a plan, how important it is, how this plan allows you to not only be aligned with what their goals are as an organization, but it also provides the metrics that you need to track in order to track your success and hold yourself accountable to that and report on those things. The strategy is where you really start to sell this holistic plan that's integrated and not just leaning on that one lever. And the metrics are what are your proof point. That's how you show clients that what you said could happen could happen. And I think it's always important to remind clients of what audiences you're trying to reach with what channels. Sometimes a story in the New York Times doesn't reach the audience that is going to open their checkbooks to you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that New York Times article may be for a different reason. So maybe that audience is um, investors or maybe it's partners. And so you have to really be clear about what channels you're using to reach their audiences and have them really be a part of that process and sign off on that because that's what can keep things on track. Otherwise, they just grasp because to them PR is it's it's this newspaper hit. It's you know yeah. being over here. It's being on this podcast. It's being on this broadcast show, and yeah. so we have to do that and documenting that stuff and checking in on it and holding ourselves accountable is one way that we can do that. But there's so many amazing, wonderful things that we can do with content. How many of us have encouraged our clients to write a book? How many of us have encouraged clients to create their own branded podcast where they can invite thought leaders on? How many of us have encouraged them to do YouTube shows? How many of Mm -hmm. us have encouraged them to do customer counsels? I mean, there are just so many things that they can do around thought leadership in addition to earned media. Yeah, it's it's so true. And you know, when when content marketing as a you know became a thing, became a buzzword at the the onset of that. You know, it's it's basically when you think of it, every company has the potential to be a media company to a certain extent. You know, I mean, we think back to, you yes. know, just, just think of, you know, your major corporations that even have their online newsrooms, right? It's like, what's to say it's not just an extension of that? You know, you yeah. really have, you have the power and by working with savvy solo PR pros like us, you know, you have the you have the bandwidth and you have someone who can carry these things out for you and really make you shine or, you know, speaking to ourselves, we have these opportunities to tell our clients stories in unique ways and, and truly make them shine. 
and yeah, I mean, especially, you know, video is so prevalent and it doesn't have to it doesn't always have to be a polished, perfect piece. It can just be, you know, if you have a CEO or whoever the face of your client's company is, you know, comfortable enough with just popping on a YouTube live every week, you know, of just like, hey, everyone, you know, uh, just talking about what's going on in whatever world our world is. And I mean, that's, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. And and it just, yeah. all of this creates layers as people consider whether they want to invest in you, do business with you. It, it, it gives you, you know, gives you the credibility and, and shows your depth. It's just, there's so many reasons to do it. I mean, how do you bake a cake? You, <laughs> you have multiple ingredients that go yeah. into this beautiful, you know, creation. I mean, I think a PR is the same thing. There's a lot of ingredients that go into that success. And, and if you are only using one ingredient, then I, I promise you that your life is going to be much more stressful. I, I know this from experience, you will be stressed out because yeah. media relations or earned media specifically is very stressful, particularly th- these days. And you'll have clients that have the potential to turn faster mm-hmm. and I said this years ago, I said, large agencies lean on this lever way too hard. Not that they're not smart enough to do other things. They are, they have the brain trust, they have the talent, but they lean on this lever hard and clients churn a lot faster when that's all that you're offering them. Because so what you got, you know, you got them on, you know, CBS this morning, that was today. I'm, they're not going to live off of that one clip, no. even for a week. They're going to be looking right. at you next week and going, okay, what's next? Right. And it's, it's constant. It's, it's, you know, you can never fill the bucket off right. of that one tactic. And it's just, I don't know, you know, maybe be, you know, maybe you young people, <laughs> younger people are into that, but I'm really trying to reduce the stress in my life and, yeah. and do different things. And and, you know, we're creative people. Right. We want to do, don't you want to be an innovator? Don't you want to change the game and do something that everybody else in the world is not doing? I mean, I'm just, right. I'm kind of over certain things. Talk to me about funding announcements later this year, because I really wish they would bite the dust, but that's, that's <laughs> a story for another day. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I, I picked up a penny off the floor. and you know and and even you know if you do get the magic hit on a you know a major morning show again okay then what should you maybe not already have a nice cash you know collection of informational videos at the ready on your youtube channel so because then if i'm sitting there my morning cup of coffee and i see your segment and i'm intrigued where do i go from there you yeah. know, it's, it's all the more reason to try and develop this content with your client. It's not it's not merely just to fatten up your workload. It's purposeful because they'll, they'll see through it right away if you're just trying to fatten up your workload. But it has, you know, it, it has something that has purpose and that can really enrich that segment of what you're up to. I agree. I, Chip is um, Chip is here. Hey, Chip. We're in our mood today. <laughs> this is the perfect mood for Michelle's birthday, Chip. <laughs> We adore you so much. Um, oh my goodness, yes. I'm serious today. And, you know, I think he knows us. We're kind of unserious every day. So even when we're serious, we're unserious. So That's right. We're, we're, we're dead serious about what we do, but yeah. never about ourselves. And I mean, you know, I, so here's another thing that, that I would like to share 
in this short time that we have together, as you are thinking about, you know, other ways that you can use content, you have to allow yourself time to think about that. So this is where it all goes back to my favorite topic of managing your time. Uh-huh. Super intentional about your calendar, because if you don't allow yourself that time to think, to brainstorm, you're going to just fall into the rut of doing the same old thing over and over and over and over and over again. And I mean, if you don't think that that earned media is hard, check out some of the recent studies on, I think uh, Michael Smart had something and somebody else had something. You can Google it and find it. Um, If we find the link, we'll drop it into the show notes. But there is less attention from journalists these days. It's decreased. That means that you have got to be at the top of your game. And even then, you're not going to strike gold with every single pitch that goes out. I mean, so why would you want to lean on something where you're fighting? You're fighting so hard to break through a very noisy environment. Yes, earned media is beautiful as a slice of the pie, but it shouldn't be everything that you offer. And so to think about other ways that you can add value that does require you being able to sit with strategic plans, free from distractions. You need some time to, you know, give yourself that, that opportunity to just be wildly creative, um, mm-hmm. brainstorm, have your own brainstorming session. You can do that all on your own. You don't necessarily have to have a group of people, but it's fun to do with a group too. If you want to, you know, reach out to some other solos and say, Hey, you know, do you want to have a brainstorming session around, you know, this particular topic, but you can do it on your own too, but make time for that regularly. This is not like a once a year type thing. It should really be a once a week type thing at the very least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And I think the the longer we're in this business, the more we realize how necessary it is. Because I mean, sometimes I can I can catch myself boring myself. I'm like, oh, am I really going about this thing? You know, things you do annually for for people. I'm like, am I really doing this the same dead way? You know, I'm like, uh. Yeah. I mean. The other day we had to submit something for a random acts of kindness and, 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 you know, yeah, I could have just sent photos, but I thought, no, I'm going to go into Canva and make a little video, you know, yeah. you know, it amplified the storytelling and the nice byproduct was it amused me too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, something that will, because, you know, if, if you scroll through Instagram lately, it's almost all video now. So static doesn't do, but you know, it, it just makes things exciting. Yeah. It, uh, you know, and, it's so funny that you said that because I had a moment this week where I was like, oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> and I I was, you know, I was thinking, my God, I think I need a sun lamp because it, you know, it was gray, it was dreary, and the work was so boring. I mean, no offense to my clients. It has nothing to do with you, but I was so bored. I was literally almost falling asleep on something I was writing. I'm like, this is so boring. <laughs> It is, February is a rough, rough month. It, it, it really okay. is. Yeah, it is. For, for all of those reasons where, you know, and in, in, if you live in a, a region where you get seasons and, you know, you're above the equator, it's like, oh, dear God, another gray day. Yeah. And it's still cold. Yeah. I can't. It's, it's so hard to motivate yeah. yourself in those days. It's like, I, yeah. I need 
sunshine. It could be cold, yeah. but I just need the sun to shine somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So, you know, all kinds of factors that yeah. go into making sure that you're you're helping your clients amplify their message and get the word out in all sorts of creative ways. So we hope that this time with us has been valuable today. And if so, please do share this episode around. We would be really grateful for that. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life. <laughs>